We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, we got a lot of news to get into here today because it's Thursday here on the program, and that means we have AEW and NXT to talk about from Wednesday night. What did you think about the shows? You'll have your opportunity to contact us here today, first via text messages, and we will see about phone calls later on. Text message line 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. You can send me an email, brian at wrestlingobserver.com. I'm at Brian Alvarez on Twitter. Mike is at SemperVivi as well. But first, as a man who is killing it in our fantasy football league, it is my chance to tell you about real-life football. The next relaunch of the XFL is targeted for 2022. The Rock and Danny Garcia. Release a video today announcing the XFL will return in spring of 2022. The league was purchased by Johnson Garcia and Redbird Capital Partners for $15 million this August. I like to think that if all of our Twitch homies had done a, a real big uh, fundraiser drive, we might have been able to procure the XFL, but sadly we did not. The XFL represents the idea of ultimate opportunity. It is a league of soul and culture. Anchored by the pursuit of dreams and love for the game that we couldn't be more proud to leave, Garcia and Johnson said in a press release. For the love of football and for the safety of our players and fans, we will be back on the field in 2022. The opportunity in front of us with our new partnership is simply too big to rush back. We want to do this properly with care and thought for everybody who loves football, especially our players, coaches, partners, and fans. So there you go, 2022 will be the return of the XFL. Back in a moment with more, including my Semper Vivi, Wrestling Observer Live.
Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Cleanings, checkups, and cavities? Have Dr. Chang's dental practice at capacity. Patient in room one is getting a root canal. The x-rays in room two are going to have to wait. We're down to one hygienist. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. And now today's rust-eating tip of the day, presented by Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. You're all set for a quick tire rotation until you have a rusted-on wheel. Coat those lug nuts in penetrating oil, let them sit for a few minutes, and you'll have them off in a cinch. Now give a generous spray into each mounting hole, place a 2x4 on the outer edge of the wheel, and smack the wood with a mallet, just enough to create some braking force and vibration. Repeat if necessary. And now a word from Free All. Stop wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts. Start using Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. Free All spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts to help release tough bolts and washers. Its formula delivers three times more lubricant. That means less sprays, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil on the market. It's even silicone free. Professionals have trusted Free All Deep Penetrating Oil for over 40 years. Now it's your turn. Get Free All today at AutoZone, O'Reilly, and Nash. Look for the silver can. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. We've got a lot to get into here today on the program. I don't know what's going on with Twitch right now. I seem to be watching myself and Moondog Ed Moretti. Always a, a classic encounter right there. But I'd like to apologize to Mike and everybody for no Twitch yesterday. We had a we had a comedy of errors that led to a comedy of, of no Twitch. But hey, we're here today, everybody. And we are here to talk about what you want to talk about. So you know the text message line. And if you don't, I'm going to give it to you right now. 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. I know that Mike probably talked about the G1 yesterday. I am a day behind. I have not seen the Ishii match from yesterday. But I was told it was absolutely awesome. In fact, somebody here, I believe it was Paul Fontaine. Ishii versus Shingo is two uncaged wild animals fighting. And it was wonderful. So I can't wait to see that one. Have you seen that one yet, Mike? I have seen that one. But you know what? Before you see that one... Watch Will Ospreay and Jay White. 
because it's a different kind of awesome, but it was back-to-back awesome. And, you know, it seems to be, you know, this is not the same G1 as it's been in past years, but it still feels like we're getting one or two, I don't want to say match of the year candidates, but certainly great, great matches that are taking place seemingly on every night, especially in Block A. All right. Well, last night was AEW and NXT, and I guess this is what's going on very quickly, everybody. Cody came out for a promo, and he announced that next week on Dynamite, he is, in fact, going to be doing a dog collar match with Brody Lee for the TNT title. So this is not going to be a pay-per-view match. They are doing this match on TV next week for free. So if I know Cody, we're going to see a lot of blood on TNT next week. Man, so they I announced they were... that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I thought we were already into the banter stage of this. I, I you know, I was surprised I'm that they all the highlights to, here. But go ahead. I was surprised that they went to this thing so fast in two ways. One, the announcement of it. I thought that maybe that they would announce it for full gear or something like that, where he accepts or they draw it out, or Brandy doesn't want him to do it some way that they were going to draw it out, but they didn't. They went right to it, and they're going right to it next week on TV. So it's interesting. You know, Roddy Piper and Greg Valentine is the one most people are going to point to. I know we've had dog collar matches since then, but that's kind of like the preeminent one, and it was a bloodbath. It was a unsanctioned match from the NWA. That was the storyline going in. Piper would be able to win, get his revenge on Greg Valentine for damaging his ear and putting him out, and that was the whole point of that feud was Valentine beat Roddy Piper so bad in the ear that he lost his hearing, and the only way that Piper could get him and keep him close was this dog collar challenge with Valentine that ended up in a bloodbath at Starcade. And they're doing it on TNT on TV, and I'm not sure what their competition is next week. I know, obviously, that it, it's NXT. I'm not sure if the vice presidential debate, uh, which is actually well, may supposed get to be a vice presidential debate. I guess we'll find out if it actually takes place. I'll be fine with that one as long as I don't see any more presidential debates, but that's for a different show. But, you know, it seems like they are really throwing a lot at a, at a show that, I mean, competition-wise, I'm not going to say doesn't. it's just a week, but it's just a week. So, again, I'm surprised by this. Maybe this is to set up something more at full gear. I don't know, but it was really surprised to me they went to it this early. Well, this person here on, on Twitch does note it is the TNT Championship and not the Pay-Per-View Championship. So I guess the argument would be that if you've got a big match... Well, my argument would be the TNT Championship should largely be defended on TNT. It is the TNT Championship. But, I mean, when there was a TV title, it didn't mean that the TV title couldn't be defended on a pay-per-view. It can be defended on a pay-per-view. So I would say, uh, very much like WWE's wacky, uh, you know, they got the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, this, that. To me, if you have got a stipulation match for the TNT title, if you've got a dog collar match, a very, very bloody match, my argument would be that you put that match on pay-per-view. And your normal, regular, one-on-one, no-stip TNT matches, those can all be on TV, but I guess there's not a, a AW pay-per-view coming up for a while, so may as well just give everybody something for for free. Hey. And by the way, yes, yes, next week it would be the vice presidential debate. I guess we'll see if there's going to be another presidential debate. I hope would not. God, I hope not. 
Quite frankly, hey, if the presidential debate was going up against AEW and NXT, it might actually help AEW and NXT. <laughs> That's my theory. Would your wife ever do a flip dive for you? What are you talking about in the in the brawl? Yeah, so it... <laughs> my wife Mike would do anything for me. But let me tell you something. I didn't think that the brawl some people thought the brawl with the women was horrible. I didn't think it was horrible. But I didn't like that. This is like the big return of Cody and the announcement of the yeah. dog collar match. It's a dog collar match, a bloody dog collar match on national television. And in the middle of this giant angle to set it up, all of a sudden we have the women brawling. Yeah. And they didn't even announce, I mean, they may announce that next week it's going to be Brandy and, and Anna Jay, but they didn't announce that on this show. So I'm not sure if that's going to take place, but to me it just took attention away from what the important angle is at the time. Let's imagine, okay, because everybody likes to be fair, let's imagine that they were going to set up Anna Jay versus Brandy in a dog collar match. And they brought them out there, and Brandy came out, and she cut this promo, and she challenged Anna Jay, or she accepted the challenge, or whatever. And they start getting in a brawl to build up their big match for next week. And all of a sudden, Cody and Brody Lee come out, and they start brawling and taking attention away from it. People would be furious the other way as well. So I think they should have just focused on what the focus is next week, and that is Cody and Brody Lee in the dog collar match. And there's plenty of opportunities to build up that Anna Jay versus Brandy Rhodes match as well. Facts, exactly. And Nyla Rose. That Nyla Rose thing, too, being What was Nyla Rose there. doing there? I don't. I even forgot she was there because I don't for, even know why she was there. For a match that was is probably going to end up on Dark. I mean, and this is no offense to her or, or, or King, you know. I, it, the fact of the matter is... You could have accomplished an Anna J. Brandy situation and a, a match for Nyla Rose without having to do it at that moment. You know, you could have done that after the commercial in the back. Hey, this was going on during the pull apart that people didn't see. Nyla decided to attack somebody. Like, all of that would have been better off not taking focus away from something that, again, I, I feel as though that maybe they've rushed a little bit. Again, we'll have to see how things actually ultimately play out here, but. It was a surprise that they did that. And Brandy being involved, I it's not the fact that if she would have hit that dive out of nowhere or something and the guys all turned around and then she jumped on him and we never saw her run down to the ring and they caught, you know, she caught them by surprise. That's why she was able to knock them all over because the reality is, is why didn't they just catch her and throw her back? You know, I mean, it, it's five dudes that are there, one of which is Brody Lee. It's It was silly. It was just... It was silly, and without an element of surprise, without something, it, it just, to me, it took away from it. And I know you wanted to tie in Anna Jay and, and Brandy and their situation to it, and that's fine, but you could have done it in a different way, and I think they should have done it in a different way. It's it was too much, It's too much of one and not the other. You want to be blood and guts, yet you still want to have... You know, a wink and a smile and this other stuff going on. No, you don't you don't have that luxury. If you want to do the main event situation, make it a main event situation with Brody and, and with Cody and with Cody also too, and this is just with me, and we'll have to see what the Mr. Blackwell of the site, Craig, thinks about this, but I'm not sure about chain brooches. That's what you got out of this. Whoa, whoa. What happened what, to my what, camera? I, I had a I had Masquerita Sagrada filming and now I've got Andre the Giant doing it. Anyway, let's get back to the 
What are the you big doing stories out here in Oregon? There, you got the <laughs> we're we're coyote? relaxing, or we're I attempting bet. to. I can tell. The first day here is never relaxing. Hey, or the spider. second day. Yeah, there's no spiders around here. All right, so that was actually most of the big news on the show. Obviously, they're building up to the Chris Jericho 30th anniversary celebration, where in fact he is going back 30 years at having a tag team match with Doctor Luther. <laughs> which, which, I'm gonna tell y'all something. I doubt you'll oh. ever see this during the commercial breaks on, on Twitch, but. I have not been in wrestling for 30 years, okay? But 22 years ago, I was in a battle royal with Dr. Luther, and his crew pantsed me in the middle of that battle royal. So I pray that Chris Jericho teaches him a lesson. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past two years. For example, a man-age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man-age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if 
if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. So every Thursday, only for subscribers to WrestlingObserver.com or our video channel, video.f4wonline.com. Myself and Vinny spend 90 minutes recapping AW and NXT. And at the end of the reviews, we choose which show we personally liked better. This is obviously separate from what everyone else liked better when we when we see the ratings. And what happens sometimes is I watch both shows. I think I liked one show better than the other. We review them, and my mind is changed. Or sometimes... I think I like one show better. We review them, and I decide it was a tie. Or sometimes I realize that I was right the first time, which one I thought was better. Well, as a somewhat of a preview for tonight, at this moment, I do believe that I liked the NXT show better. And maybe my mind will be changed when I fully review both shows. But aside from a near-death experience on the NXT show, in which Shotzi Blackheart attempted to do a sliced bread <laughs> on the ring apron to Dakota Kai. And I don't know I don't know what in the world went wrong. I don't know if somebody slipped or what happened, but she didn't flip all the way over. And so Dakota Kai basically gave her a very, very high ankle back suplex right onto her head on the apron. I thought she was dead. But amazingly, not only was she not dead, but when she landed, like she wasn't even stunned. She started to get back up, and the referee had to tell her, stay down, dude. It looked like you died. So, aside from that, I mean, they had a bunch of really good interview segments hyping up TakeOver. They had Santos Escobar and Swerve Scott, which I thought was really good. They had a Kyle O'Reilly video package, which I thought was fantastic. They had a Kushida video package, which I thought was good. And they had a face-to-face with Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor, which I thought was just outstanding. All of these video packages were just great. And then when it comes to matches, I thought the main event with Johnny and Candice versus Priest and Shirai, I thought that match was so much fun. The heels won to set up the title matches at the show. The Adam Cole-Austin Theory match may have been my favorite match of the night. It was so good. And it was an old-school professional wrestling match. With a with a 23-year-old kid with a ton of potential versus a now, I think, 31-year-old who used to be that 23-year-old kid with all that potential, carrying the 23-year-old through this great match. One of those matches where if they if they actually had house shows and they could go on the road and work, you know, two or three days a week, like Austin Theory would be unbelievable by the end of the year. I guarantee that when this match was over. He was a better worker than he was before the match started. Adam Cole is the greatest. I love that match. 
And we had a lot of other good stuff as well. The Cameron Grimes promo was fun, and we got to see him absolutely destroyed by by uh, Ridge Holland. That's never not fun. So overall, you know, when the shows were over, I thought, man, NXT, that was a good show, and I am excited for this takeover on Sunday. I agree with you. I actually thought it was the, the better show, not to say that AEW was awful. It just NXT, I thought, had a, a more solid show, and, you know... One thing, it's a smaller thing, but just to add on to what you're saying, because there's a whole card there, if Zia Lee and Karen Q are going dirty, I'm fine with it. You know, Caden Carter and, and Casey. Karen you know, Q? I, not, Is that Indy yes. Hartwell? Say what? Who's Karen Q? Indy Hartwell? No, no. Teams with Zia Lee. She does? Yes. Well, even and she, even she mentioned on Twitter, you know, they've she, done a hell of a job with this one. <laughs> well, it seems like you know, obviously, this is centered around Zaylee and and Kane Carter for right now, but it's probably going to be a tag situation. But you know, constantly putting their hand out, and you know, she got frustrated and smacked it away. And Zaylee is somebody that she's got a lot of enthusiasm. She has been there for a while now. It's like okay, now it's maybe a time to see if we can fit her into the mix. You know, the draft is going to be coming up. It'll be hard for me to believe that there's not going to be NXT talent that gets brought up to the main roster. Somebody like Aria Ripley. Definitely needs to be up on the main roster. I think EO does. There's going to be people that they need to, you know, continue to build on in NXT. And this may be time for her. So, you know, it's nice that they went ahead and did that. I don't love where the main event is going as far as I don't, on paper, really necessarily. The idea of Johnny Gargano and Damian Priest doesn't light my world on fire or anything like that. But with that said, how they're getting to it and having Johnny and Candice be such creepy annoying <laughs> bad guys uh you know is starting to work for me too so it was a really good show and we'll have to see what they do next week but i thought it was very very solid and i thought moved everything that they needed to forward if you're putting it in competition with aew i'll let other people do that as far as fighting over what segment they like more than another but as far as moving nxt and their whole situation forward i thought they did a great job yeah karen q is out with an injury I guess we'll see when she comes back. But anyway, let's see what everyone's got to say about everything here. Do you know what she looks like now? Yes, I don't know if I've ever seen her on NXT television, ever. Am I wrong? I watch every show. Somebody help me here. Twitch homies, let's see what they've got to say here. Let's see if I'm the crazy one or what's going on. I normally am. Let's see. Anyone watching know who Billy Mitchell is? Yeah, actually, I know Billy Mitchell, but not Karen Q. I had no idea. As soon as they said who he was, I remember that there was the documentary and that he was a, apparently has now gimmicked uh, Pac-Man and Donkey Kong totals, but uh, whatever. Uh, apparently, is I guess, family has got restaurant connections in, in Florida, and he's just a dude that gamers love, so... Hey, I, you know, if Vince okay, goes so, way too old with some of their stuff, this one may have been way too obscure. All right, so I'm not the only one that does not remember Karen Q, but it has been Who pointed cares? out that she Can was we... in the May Young Classic. Dude, so this what? was years ago that they had a May Young Classic. That and was somebody I don't mean to team with Zia Lee. Okay? I don't mean to to bring this up, but I mean that was back when when Tegan Knox had zero ACL tears. She's now on her third one. So, I don't know what's going to go on with Tegan Knox. I feel terrible for her. Three ACL tears at 25. 
I don't know how you come back. I honestly, I, I remember seeing her a uh, couple years ago. I mean, before she was signed by WWE, well before she was signed by WWE. And I'm thinking, you know, other than Joe Calzaghe, I bet you there's not one athlete that an American would probably know that came from Wales. And this girl, Nixon Newell, may actually have the opportunity, other than Joe Calzaghe, to be the most famous athlete as far as Americans go, that ever came from Wales. And I don't know if she's ever going to get that opportunity now. They saw the same thing and wanted to make her a superstar. And unfortunately, her knees just keep giving out. And i it's one thing to come back from two. You know, we've even seen this in, in, in the NFL. It can happen. But three at 25, and you're starting to talk about if this keeps happening, I mean, already this may be a quality of life issue later on, and it's just, do you want to go through the headache? And unfortunately, and this is going to sound cold and terrible, if you're WWE at some point, this person keeps getting hurt on your dime, you know, how long do you leave somebody like that around? And it's just a hard situation all the way around for somebody that obviously really loves wrestling and is right there. She's right there to be pushed to a level that, you know, few people, you know, in her position end up getting to, and it's just really sad. This person here says, with The Rock sending a video into Impact for the Ken Shamrock Hall of Fame, do you think he'll send in a video for the Jericho Anniversary AEW show? My guess would be no. I mean, it's possible. I have absolutely no idea. I, I don't know what's going on with Jericho's anniversary, but historically, historically, of the over the last couple of years, WWE has seemingly not seen Impact Wrestling as competition, but they absolutely see AEW as competition. So, I guess we'll see. But I, I personally would not expect it. But I guess, I guess anything is possible. All right, this person here says, "I think we're going to see Omega versus Hangman in the tournament finals at Full Gear, leading to Omega winning." And challenging Mox. Do you think it's time for Omega, possibly as a full heel, to get his title run? I guess that's possible. I don't know where I saw this, but I saw like a great idea. And that was that Kenny Omega has said that I don't want to be a tag team guy anymore. I don't want to be the hangman's partner. I want to focus on my singles career. And last night, Hangman Page is doing commentary, and the announcers tell him that Omega said that. And Hangman says, oh, really? Has he even had a singles match yet? And so the idea that somebody came up with is, Omega really wants to be a single star. He really wants to win the singles title. He claims that he's all about going singles. But meanwhile, quietly, the Hangman is actually doing singles matches and winning, and like the next thing Omega knows, Hangman's the number one contender. And maybe he gets his title shot, and then, you know, Omega could cost him the match or whatever to do whatever he has to do to fully turn heel and break up this team. But I thought that was an interesting idea. And when Hangman made that comment last night, oh, he wants to be a singles guy, has he even had a singles match yet? I thought, that's pretty interesting right there. So I guess we'll see where they go. And he's acting so sad about everything that I just can't believe that Adam Page is this upset about all of this. I, I have a feeling we're going to see the hangman come back here soon. Back in a moment, everybody. Observer Live.
28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now. And tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5560 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5560. Enjoy! You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I got the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi also of WrestlingObserver.com. What else has everybody got to say here today? Well, let's find out. Since NXT UK came back, we've seen Pete Dunne working as a backstage producer... And now today he is working as a referee. Is there any reason why Pete Dunne is not wrestling? I have no earthly idea. They don't want him as part of the Heritage Cup. You notice that Dragunov's not a part of it. He's not a part of it. Walter, who's the the champion, isn't a part of it. And there may be a reason for that. And that's going to be the thing that's going to be dominating their TV over the next couple of weeks. So it may 
It may just be as simple as that. I don't want to say creative's got nothing for them, but you know they're obviously not in a position right now to to need to rush Walter or Dunn onto a show because they need to push ticket sales or anything like that. So they just need to get that show back reestablished again. And you know, as far as North America goes, try to get some people to watch it and pay attention to it on a, a more regular basis. All right, this person here says. Uh, this is regarding the uh, the impact. The WWE is now using footage from Impact Wrestling on the WWE Network. They did it for a table of three. They did it for the Steve Austin Kurt Angle deal. So I'm not saying there's is a there's not a working relationship. So do not write stupid stories saying that I said that. But clearly, uh, they do not look at Impact the same way that they look at AEW. And Impact's looking at everybody as a friend. You want to go work somewhere else, you got an indie you want to work, if you're a wrestler, go do it. If somebody wants to work with them, they're open to it. So they are just <laughs> just trying to be the nicest organization in the whole wide world right now. And I don't know how well it pays off for them, but uh, I guess we'll see. Do you ever hear ratings from the uh, – God, it was what is Mark Cuban's old? The uh, HDNet. I don't even have, I've never had HDNet on my cable system before. But does Impact do a decent rating on there? Is there any report of that? I have no idea. So I don't think they like do. It's kind of been forgotten about. Well, I mean, know, HDNet never did ratings, and Access TV never did ratings, so. But at I least mean, we had. When I say they idea. never did ratings, they did not subscribe to a rating service. So there was no way of knowing what they were doing. So there was always, I guess, some interest in New Japan, and we'd hear about it more with people being actively watching and fight fans and things like that. That was that crossover where you know those people would would comment on it, and it just with the impact, it just doesn't feel like you, you see that at all. This person here says, "I thought Britt Baker looked better than ever in her return, and Red Velvet definitely earned a chance to be on Dynamite after some solid showings on Dark." Sign Red Velvet, they say. You know, I'm glad I'm not the only one because Dave said the same thing last night. I was watching Britt Baker. And she just got officially cleared. So this was like her first official singles match after being cleared from her leg injury. She's been off TV. Well, she hasn't been off TV. She's been doing stuff on TV. But she's been out of the ring for a long time. And, you know, ring rust. I mean, there are arguments about whether it's real or not. And the answer is, it really depends on who you are. You know, some people... You know, when Shawn Michaels missed three years of his career and then came back, he did not have one ounce of ring rust. Some people can be off TV for two weeks and come back and have ring rust. Somehow she came back and she was better than she was before her la- before she left. All of her stuff looked better. She had more poise in the ring. I thought she looked great last night. DJ Convoy jumping in for me. 150,000 people per week. Wu-Tang Forever, it's about 175,000 post-slammiversary. So thank you, Twitch Brothers. This guy notes that Pete Dunne is a referee in the Heritage Cup. Those of you wondering. Maybe that will set up a storyline. Maybe he'll get bumped by some villain. That'll lead to something. This person here, and I've, I've had several people text about this. I think MJF setting up a takeover of the inner circle will be one of the greatest payoffs in wrestling history. So basically he's, and several people have suggested this, that, you know, MJF, he he wants to join, he eventually joins, but really his plan is to take over, and eventually they oust Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho can go babyface. Him and Sammy can go babyface, because Sammy's like for sure going to be a babyface down the road. 
I mean, there is a there are a lot of ways you can go with this, just like there were a lot of ways you could go with Hangman and Omega. So I do like that idea. I think that idea is great. Plus, if you want to do Wardlow as a baby face not long after that, too, you could do that. Him and Jake Hager staring each other down yesterday. I thought that was good. Plus, there's still the natural tension uh, with MJF and Wardlow. So there's a lot of different ways this thing could go, but it's one of the intriguing things that they have, and hopefully they don't rush it, and you don't, even though they're so good, you would love to have them on TV every week, every single show, having some sort of interplay. It's better just to, unless you got something imminent, continue to hold it off, continue to build it slowly. Don't give it to him every week. This person here says, gamers hate Billy Mitchell. Ever watched the King of Kong? He is the biggest heel. He also cheated to get his world Donkey Kong record. So is that true? Did he, is he, did he verifiably cheat? Or are well, there accusations yes. of cheating, and it has not been proven definitively that he cheated? He's actually in a lawsuit right now. His Apparently, he had these records for a long time back in the Atari days or back in the ca- the legit cabinet days. But apparently, somebody beat the record. So a couple of years ago, he went and attempted to set records again. And ultimately, what happened was he was proven to have used a emulator to get the scores that he got. So apparently this was proven by a couple of places that awarded him. So they all stripped his awards away. He was able to successfully apparently get the Guinness Book of World Records, which I guess are kind of bought and paid for, bought and paid for records anyway, that 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 was his records were legit. And he's using that in a lawsuit that apparently is, if Wikipedia is correct, is actually going to be, I guess, going to trial or will be around in the next couple of weeks here where he'll be fighting these accusations and looking for damages. I feel that sometimes, Mike, you use an emulator. Is that true? What does that even mean, Brian? I don't know. They were pointing out I didn't know what an emulator was, so I brought that up. All right, let's see what else we got here. This person says, I almost, I'm almost certain the NXT mystery man is Bo Dallas, and the motorcycle pretty much confirms it. Boy, oh boy. I got nothing against Bo Dallas, but if they build up a big surprise for weeks and the payoff is Bo Dallas, I envision people being very upset about that. Well, I mean, who's it going to be? Who's, I don't who's know. Not, Nakamura is on the main roster. He's in the mix right now. Bobby Roode has debuted on or re-debuted on Raw again. It's not going to be him. How many champions are would be left? I mean, Sami Zayn, main roster, something going on. Honestly, you, you wonder who I think it was? When I first saw it, I thought it was going to be Asuka. Because whoever it was said something about how... I can't remember what they said. I don't think it was that I never lost this title. or, or But there was some weird statement that they made. And it got me thinking that, you know, Asuka never lost the title in NXT and maybe she's going to come back, and they're going to build up some storyline where she faces Io Shirai or whatever, and, you know, does she remain undefeated in NXT? Does she win her title back that she never lost, or does she finally get defeated? That's what I thought when I saw the video. And then, you know, I'm getting all these scenarios in my mind, and the next thing I know, people are thinking, oh, it's going to be Bo Dallas. I was like, Bo Dallas? Whatever, maybe he'll be great. Person says, what possesses these wrestlers to try these dangerous spots on the weekly TV show in front of no fans? 
That Shotzi Dakota spot was terrifying. Well, it was, and I heard all about it before I saw it. But the reality is, I mean, I've seen a lot of scary spots on the apron. And I really don't like apron spots because it is true that the apron is the hardest part of the ring. And I think it was Jericho. Might have been Jericho. I'm pretty sure it was. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe that was. Maybe he was talking about the one winged angel. But somebody, somebody said that like that power bomb into the apron, the Kevin Owens power bomb under the ring apron, was like the most horrifying thing they'd ever taken, and they would never take it again. Because like you're hitting the the corner edge of the hardest part of the ring. Like it's madness. Okay, but what they were trying to do was a sliced bread. And so what would happen is all Candace had to do was fall on her back, which isn't that bad. I mean, it's worse than in the middle of the ring, but it's not like you're dying. I mean, you're taking if you're taking a bump on the floor, I mean, it's not much different taking a bump on the ring apron. So she's just falling on her back. And then Shotzi's just supposed to go all the way over and land on her belly or on her knees. Or maybe she was supposed to miss the apron and land on her feet on the floor. I don't know. But... On the, on the list of really, really stupid spots to do on the apron, I mean, that's that's low on the list. What happened was it went wrong. Shotzi was not supposed to land on her head. It wasn't her plan to land on her head. She didn't go in there with the idea that I'm going to land on my head. Something went wrong. So I, 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 I saw all these people saying that, like, I can't watch Shotzi wrestle. She's got a death wish, blah, blah, blah. Shotzi was not planning on doing this. It was an accident. So, things happen. She's got cojones. I mean, that's that's part of her gimmick. I mean, and she's going to try everything. She'll throw it all out there. And like Brian mentioned, I mean, I, hopefully she wasn't going to go to the floor. She's not at that stage yet. You know, I, I cringe when Ibushi has done that move before and gives somebody the sliced bread and then landed on his feet on the floor. I always worry about his knees doing that, but it's Ibushi, so what can you do? But... She gave it a shot. <laughs> like, in, like you mentioned, there have been, if you didn't like that move or think it's that bad, it's just because you don't like moves on the apron. There have been far dumber moves. There may have been one last night for all we know that took place on the apron. But yeah, I mean, I it was, to me, I think people really, I don't know what it is with Shotzi of why some people are just so against her, you know, this early. Maybe they Well, this isn't the first time she's died, I think it's part of it. Well, I guess so, but I mean, to me, she's not dying in ways where, like, Darby Allen, as far as the cringe level goes, as far as what they do, what happens with Darby Allen, like him in the body bag or about a zillion other situations, like, they're not even in the same category for me. I oh. worry far more about somebody like him. The The Darby stuff is, he's going out there, and that's his plan. My plan is to be put in a body bag and have someone give me a running powerbomb over the top rope to the stage, okay? <laughs> that's like madness. But the the Shotzi deal, if she would have done that in the ring, forget the apron. Pretend they're just in the middle of the ring, and they're going to run and do a sliced bread spot that Spanky did for decades or whatever. I mean, if, if it would have gone, I mean, they, she would have landed the exact same way in the middle of the ring. It was just a spot that went wrong that happened to be on the apron that was not planned to be like that. That wasn't comfortable so. with her. And it, you know what? If she wasn't comfortable with landing, because that seemed to be what the deal was, was she just did not get all the way over and was almost like kind of crunched up too much for what they were trying to do. So I don't know. But I mean, I guess, again, nobody got hurt. The match was able to continue, and that was that. And, I mean, I'll, I'll give her certainly points every single time for, for her enthusiasm. 
This person says, the person last night on NXT had blonde hair. How is that Bo? What if it's Tony Storm? I have no idea who it is. I have no idea who it is. It ain't Neville. I mean, well, it's definitely not Neville. I mean, it could be anybody. I, I mentioned Bo Dallas because Dave mentioned Bo Dallas. Other people have mentioned Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas is like the number one name that keeps coming up. So I don't know who it's going to be. And you know what? The, for the what, I mean, between now and TakeOver, they could change who it's going to be. I mean, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out on Sunday who this person is going to be. Maybe Charlotte is returning, this person says. No. She is not close to being cleared, from what I understand. That could be a swerve, but I doubt it. Back in a moment, Observer Live. recognize myself anymore I'm really worried about him his addiction I haven't seen him like this ever hey look I, I never wanted to start using I, I knew the drill but I was out of options I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault there are people out there who can help people who have felt your pain they know what you're going through this has to stop I, I'm losing everything Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health 
health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts, and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free, guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. So this person here says, the famous this person here, during the mystery person uh, segment, the Amway Center was shown, could take over B in the Thunderdome. This is my thought, everyone. Please do not report this as news because I don't know. But I will say this. I have no idea why NXT has not been in the Thunderdome. The show, I mean, they pay for the Thunderdome, whether they're using it or not. They they pay a per-day fee, whether whether there's a show in there or not. Now, granted, they pay a little bit more if they run a show there. But, I mean... They have so much money they could run a show there every single day, Monday through Friday, and weekends from now until the end of October, and they would still be flowing in money. So absolutely they could be doing NXT in the Thunderdome. Hunter did a press call on Wednesday where he said virtually nothing about anything, I might add. But he did have some line about how the fans were going to see something new And we'd all find out about it on Sunday. Now, when I heard that, I thought maybe they're going to be in the Thunderdome. Now, the only thing is, you can't keep this a secret until showtime, because if you're in the Thunderdome, you've got to have all those fans on the screen. So somehow, they would need to recruit the fans to be in the Thunderdome, unless they've got, you know, 2,000 people that they know personally that they're going to give links to. I guess that's possible. But my feeling is... If it's going to be in the Thunderdome, we're going to find out before Sunday. But we got to wait and see because I don't know. But what I do know is we are out of time. And I want to thank all of you listening here today. Everybody on the Mightier 1090 AM Sports Byline Broadcasting, twitch.tv slash F4W video. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, we'll talk to you again next time. Wrestling Observer Live. Wrestling Observer Live.